Hello Chaos Conjurers, today I am reviewing the Broken Land series by T.A. White. So just to be clear, there's actually four books in this series, but I'm only talking about the first three books that focus on Shear's story. The fourth book focuses on a different character, Eva, and I actually haven't read that book, um, but the first three books are like a trilogy almost, and the fourth book seems a little bit more like a spin-off. Like I haven't read the book, but I've read the synopsis for the fourth, and it has a completely different main character and it's just set in the same world as the first three so I kind of consider the first three books like a trilogy that's all focused around the same character so that's just to be clear that this review is of the first three books and I haven't read the fourth so let's start off by reading the synopsis and then I'm going to do a spoiler free review and then I'll give a warning when I'm about to talk about spoilers for people who've already read the book Okay, so the synopsis I'm going to read today is going to be the synopsis of the first book in the Broken Land series, which is called Pathfinder's Way. So without further ado, here's the synopsis. The Tritari are about to learn a vital lesson of the Broken Lands. Deep in the remote expanse where anything can happen, it pays to be on a Pathfinder's good side. Nobody ventures beyond their village. Nobody's sane, that is. Monstrous creatures and deadly mysteries wait out there. Lucky for the people she serves, she is not exactly sane. As a Pathfinder, it's her job to face what others fear and find the safest route through the wilderness. It's not an easy job, but she's the best at what she does. When the people she serves betray her into servitude to the Chitari, a barbarian horde sweeping through the lowlands intent on conquest, Shia relies on her wits and skill to escape. Disguising herself as a boy to hide from the warlord, a man as dangerous as he is compelling. After being mistaken as a Tritari scout during her escape, Shia finds herself forced to choose between the life she led and the possibilities of a new one. Her decision might mean the difference between life or death, for danger looms on the horizon, and a partnership with the warlord may be the only thing preventing the destruction of everything she holds dear. So one of the amazing things about this series is that the heroine has a unique skill set that she trained really hard for, which I really appreciate. You know, a lot of the times people are just like in fantasy books, I mean, um, a lot of the main characters are just like born to unusual powers or born to like powers that they didn't know they had. And then they just manifest where in this fantasy series, um, Shia actually has to work really hard for all her skills. So she's a pathfinder and you have to train to be one of those. And you have to have a lot of courage. You're going to have a lot of wits and smarts. So I really like that this is something that she worked really hard for. That her skill set that makes her unique and individual in this series is something that she's progressed through all her life training and learning about. You know, she wasn't just born into some amazing power that she magically just knows how to use, like in a lot of other fantasy books. Don't get me wrong, I don't mind that in other fantasy stories if it's done well. I do enjoy the fact that the main character of this series is someone who's worked her whole life to develop her skill set. You know, she's a strong person whose strength comes from her mind as well as her body. You know, she's really strategic and logical, sometimes to her own detriment. One of the other things I really enjoy about her as a main character is she isn't perfect, but her flaws are believable and make sense with her character. 
a lot of the times when, you know, female characters have flaws, it's stupid things. I'm talking about in other fantasy series. You know, it can be like stupid things like, oh, I'm so clumsy. Ooh, silly me. I'm such a scatterbrain. But Shio really feels more like a really fully fleshed out person whose strengths can also lead to like a weakness. You know, one of her flaws is that because she's so very logical and can think on her feet, she's easily annoyed by people who don't see or find the answers straight away or can't see the problem at hand. And instead of, you know, when it's a dangerous situation, instead of explaining her reasoning in better detail, she just cl- she just like clams up. So what I'm talking about is like if she's out on a mission and she's trying to tell people like they need to do this or they need to do that in order to stay safe and they don't believe her. Instead of like going, no, the reason we need to do this is for this, this and this reason, she just clams up and is like, oh, well, if they're not going to listen to me, (laughs) they'll just have to, we'll just have to get by, you know, and it's kind of silly and it gets her into a lot of trouble. You know, she's not good at explaining her reasoning behind some of her actions or the actions she wants others to take. And so then people just don't listen to her. And she doesn't try. There's a lot of times where I feel like she doesn't try hard enough to explain herself. But I think that's one of her character flaws that makes complete sense. Because she's one of those people who, you know, she she finds, because of all her training and her life experience, she comes to the conclusions quickly. Um... And she doesn't understand why other people can't come to the same conclusions as her. And in some cases, it really is because they're just that stupid. And, you know, they like some of the people that she has conflicts with really are just, really are just, you know, super ignorant. But other times, it's not necessarily that people are ignorant. It's just that they don't, they've never experienced this same situation before. And she doesn't go out of her way to explain in enough detail mostly in that she gets better at this obviously as the series progresses of course she learns from her mistakes and she gets better but you know um when she's out on missions or guiding people this flaw of hers of not explaining well enough or not communicating well enough just ends up making her own life really hard Basically, although she's badass, she isn't a great communicator. And throughout the Broken Land series, you really see her work on this floor, amongst other things. So there is a romance that starts in the first book and progresses throughout the series. I feel like it ties in well and it doesn't, like the romance aspects of the story don't detract from the plot and the action, which is important. The romance is a bit hit and miss for me. I have a few issues with the way her love interest treats the woman he apparently admires and loves in parts of this story. I'll go into more detail on this in the spoiler section of the review, but at the same time I find, particularly by the last book, their relationship is very believable. I also like that throughout the series the main character still goes out on missions and adventures separate from her romantic partner and that they're not just tied at the hip even though I think he would prefer it that way. He makes it very clear he's kind of possessive. So one of the best parts about this series is the adventure for me. I really enjoy uh, the times that the main character goes out on missions or pathfinding adventures. I find that the world building is really amazing in this book. T.A. White did a really good job. It feels very unique to a lot of other fantasy stories I've read. And there's a lot of like different creatures and things that she meets along the way and a lot of different mysteries that she has to solve. And I, and I really enjoy that aspect of the books. 
I give this whole series 4 out of 5 Chaos Cats. I enjoyed the world building and scout Pathfinder missions in particular, so that's why it's getting such a high rating, because it really was a page turner for me. Um, there are bits and pieces in the book that, you know, ideally I didn't love, but on the whole, this is a great series with great adventure, great world building. I really love the main character. She's really well fleshed out and developed. So yeah, that's why we get four out of five Chaos Cats. So now we're going to go into the spoiler section. So warning, warning, spoilers ahead. Uh, if you haven't read the book yet, you might not want to listen to this next part. So as I said in the previous section, I have a few issues with the romantic relationship between Fallon and Shia. He is a bit overtly possessive and controlling at times in the first book, particularly just after they've hooked up for the first time. The way he treats her sometimes can make me feel a little bit uncomfortable. However, I do think it's important to not completely view his flaws, like flaws as a character, through the sense of my modern sensibilities, if you know what I mean. If this relationship was between a modern woman and a man set in our world today, I think I would have a lot of serious issues with how their relationship plays out. I don't think a woman as strong and capable as Shia would have let slide some of the things that Fallon does to her, some of the behaviours, uh, without at least a lot more confrontation or asking him to apologise, you know, or she would have just been, like, completely turned off by it. However, this fantasy world that this relationship is set in, it has a lot more in common with, like, Earth's 12th century rather than our modern times. And the world building that TA writes and does so well also makes it clear that even amongst the Trotari, and by the way, I don't know if I'm pronouncing Trotari. I've been Trotari. Oh, you know what? It's probably Trotari. So I, I apologize. I've been saying Trotari, I think, because that's how I read it in my mind when I was reading the books. But you know what? As with all fantasy series where they like have made up words, I never pronounce them correctly. I apologize. I'm just going to keep saying Tritari because that's what I've said in my head as I was reading the book. Now that I'm really looking at the word, it's probably Tritari. I don't know. Tritari, Tritari, whatever. So they are a patriarchal society. Don't get me wrong. I know that there are many strong women amongst the Tritari who are, you know, they hold positions of power and they have female as well as male warriors and that's amazing like I love that however most of the top leadership positions are still held by men and obviously the lowland and highland towns are much worse than this when it comes to gender roles so I can see how maybe in like this environment a relationship between the warlord Fallon and the strong and capable Shia could develop and why she might let some of the shit he flings her way slide a lot easier than I think she would have if she was, like, born in our modern society. Because, you know, I'm thinking particularly, you know, just after they uh, hook up for the first time, how he tries to manipulate her into doing what he wants, and how she, you know, eventually she kind of gives into it, and... She doesn't make him apologize for past behavior or anything like that. Like, you know, there's just moments where I'm like, she's such a strong person who doesn't, like, she doesn't need a man. <laughs> she doesn't need Fallon. Like, she could easily just go off and do her own thing. So the fact that she puts up with a lot of shit from him, um, you know, obviously if she's really attracted to him, you put up with shit you probably shouldn't have. But still, I think, you know, it's important not to view this through a modern world perspective otherwise it just annoys you so 
anyway I do enjoy the romance don't get me wrong especially by like the second or third book it really he starts to treat her a lot more as an equal and I feel a lot more comfortable then but there's parts in the first book where I'm kind of like eh, I don't know if she would put up with that crap kind of thing you know so yeah you know I imagine that in this world that this is romantic relationship is set in you have to lower your expectations and you know women would be a bit more resigned to fighting for respect and recognition from their romantic partners more you know so I really enjoyed all the different aspects of this world I really like the contrast yet similarities between the highlands and the lowland people and I really enjoy like the epic war camp of the Jatari and the Pathfinder's Keep was very interesting to read about especially because we've been hearing like little tidbits about it throughout the books and then when they finally get there and we get to experience what it's actually like and meet Shia's parents and that was all very interesting and of course the wild danger of the Badlands was very interesting and unique as well. I've really found that the world building in this series was very different. I really like that um, T.A. White seemed to make up a unique world that I hadn't heard of before like I didn't feel like T.A. White was just giving me another Tolkien-esque fantasy world or you know building on the Irish or Celtic myths or Norse myths that we know and hear of a lot in fantasy stories instead T.A. White really fleshed out a unique world like obviously there's still aspects of the fantasy world building in this series that take homage from known fantasy that's come in the past but I did feel that this series does a really great job of building a unique world. The journey I enjoyed reading the most was when Shia had to get the Tratari in and through the highlands so like when they had to you know finding the entrance in the cliffs and then getting them in the cliffs with the eagles and then when they were inside getting through the cave system and how they got split up and I really enjoyed that my journey in particular stands out in my mind I really enjoy I think it happened in the second book and I really enjoyed that aspect you know from the beginning when they were fending off the eagles to finding the lost city in the cave system and the dangers of the mist it was just such a great adventure so T.O. White does the adventure aspect as I've said so well in this series I like that a lot of the side characters also feel really fleshed out as well and not just like plot devices you know, like some of the side characters I really enjoyed were like Eamon and Clark from the very beginning. You know, she goes out on the scouting missions with them in the first book. And I really love the relationship that she has with the scouts that she first works with. You know, they're, and they're all very different. That's, that's what I like about the side characters in this series. They all are very unique, you know, and she has unique relationships with them. They don't feel cookie cutter and they don't feel like they're just there as a plot device at all. They really feel like fully formed people. Um, so I love Clark and Trenton also. I love, you know, their relationship as the series develops. You know, it starts off kind of iffy and then they get closer as the books progress and he becomes like her shadow and her main guard who like helps her. But he treats her as an equal, especially towards the end of the books, you know. They have a really cool relationship with each other as strong friends and allies in combat and allies in missions. And, you know, the same way that Clark and Amon are allies, 
you know, I would say that Amon and her started off a bit rocky too, but I just love how seeing her grow and develop with all these characters, it's very interesting. You know, the character development I feel is quite strong in this series. So as I said in the spoiler-free section, I give this book four out of five Chaos Cats. Well, not this book, this series, I should say. I really enjoyed it. It was a great read. I recommend, you know, it's not a perfect series. That's why I didn't get five. But, you know, it's it's definitely up there in one of the best series I've read. Okay, Chaos Cundras, that's it for me on this review of the Broken Land series by T.A. White. I hope you come back and listen to some more reviews in the future. And keep conquering that chaos, guys. <laughs>